The 5-8, your Friday night hang. We take five of the week's most notable and newsworthy topics and spend eight minutes covering each one. Join me, Greg Oliar, and LB, Stephanie Koff, Friday nights, live, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. It's the 5-8. Here's what went down on Friday. Good evening. Welcome to the 5-8, where we discuss each of the week's five most fucked up topics for eight minutes each. So, uh, five topics, eight minutes, two hosts, a guest, or tonight's going to be a little different. Uh, some singing, a lot of curse words, as many cocktails as we deem necessary. LB, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. You you are in a different background, I observe. I yeah. I'm in my new writer's room in New York, so we just got it finished and put together, and it's lovely, and I love it, and my colleague just came in to do the show with me, so there she goes. Okay. Um, oh, she can stay, though. They're so sweet, um, but I'm doing great. I, you know, I think it's been a good week overall. Yeah. Things seem to be coming together. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like like last night um, here in the Hudson Valley, there was a lightning storm that lasted for like six hours and didn't stop. And it was really weird. Um, yes. But I feel like that. I feel like it's like Zeus, like hurling thunderbolts of justice from on high, you know? Yeah. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. There's worse things for sure. So, I know. I know. Well, you know, the, the gods are talking to us. We got we got the. Uh... And we do have some good things to uh, talk about and some things to get to. Do you want to let everybody know what you're... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's, there's good news and there's bad news. Okay, the bad news is I, I have to I have to cut my participation in the, in the festivities short tonight. So I'm only going to be here for the first two segments. That's the bad news. The good news is I'm here. And the yeah. even better news is uh, the great and very knowledgeable uh, Cliff Schechter is waiting in the wings and he's going to... Uh, Take the baton from me uh, after the the media. I will I will be gone, and he will appear, and there he will. I know. Be. It's so and, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. it's not good. We're gonna miss you, but it is. Yeah. That's yeah. that is the good news. And yeah. um and we'll do an, we will do the after hours next week. Everybody, is that yeah, right? yeah 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 okay okay. So we're gonna move the after hours next week, and we'll come back to talking about all that. But I'd love to dive into our topics because, as you know, been with some news today. Um, so you want to jump into that? You want to get going on that? You want me to take the lead on that one? Oh, uh, you, yeah, you can take the lead. Um, yeah. is, is the news that the, that the chiefs lost to the lions and the football started? No, nobody no. cares about that. Okay. I mean, next. I, like, I love the Kansas City chiefs actually. I, I used to be a big chiefs fan. No, 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 no. So there was how many people, the unindicted, how many didn't get indicted? And this is, I want to start this by saying everybody, you know what we're talking about? We're talking about the Fulton County. We're talking about uh, Fonnie Willis and what there was a couple things going on with, with her case today um, or just in her presence. So she wrote this, you know, Jim Jordan's been trying to call her to account in front of Congress and have her present him and his committee with all of the evidence of the case that she has against Donald and all these people. And so she wrote him a letter uh, today that knocked my socks off. I just thought it was the greatest thing. Um, and also reminding. So everybody go check out that letter. I don't have it in front of me to read. But she was like, you know, you can buy the Rico statue state by state <laughs> for, you know, a little over 200 bucks, you know, if you want to. Nope. do. But clearly, he has no sense of the Constitution whatsoever. Um, and she schooled him. It was Wait. wonderful. Glorious. The best part. Okay. Yeah. The best part, the real subtweet, as they say, yeah. is that she said for a non-bar member, the book price is whatever it is, two hundred fifty-seven dollars, because that's you know Jim Jordan famously went to law school but did not pass the bar. Oh, okay. I didn't. That know. is a. I didn't know the level. That, of that is a case. smack that, of the. That is a. Oh my God. Oh, I love her so much. I didn't that's, realize the level. Of no, no. Yeah. That's a. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Leave me alone. It's delightful. Yes. And the other thing is she reminded him and we're all reminded that it was the grand jury who mm. made recommendations. This isn't Fannie Willis's. Yes, she's the head. She's heading up this case, but 
she didn't come up with uh, these recommendations. This is this is a grand jury found all of these people, right, um, had broken the law based on what they had seen and recommended to her. She got the recommendation to indict them, and it turns out she got a recommendation to invite to indict oh, an invite to the, to the Rico case. <laughs> a whole bunch of other people. So, and we saw some of those names just pop right off it. And one person got mentioned right at the top twice in uh, this grand jury recommendation. So Greg has a name for us, everybody. Let's read through these names of people who she did not indict. Maybe well, no, I don't know, but she didn't, she's actually held her, she held her powder on some of these people that we would yeah. love to see indicted, but for whatever reason, she she looked at the evidence and chose not to include them in her in her RICO indictment. So who do we got, Craig? OK, well, this is a list and you have to you have to cross. It's almost like one of these things in school, like which one of these people hasn't been indicted yet. So you have to go through and kind of circle the one. So I'm yeah. going through. OK, Giuliani indicted. John Eastman. Indicted. Fifth. Oh, fifth. Okay. Indicted. Kenneth Cheesebro. Indicted. Yeah. Donald Trump was he? Oh, right. Yes, he was indicted. I believe we saw a mugshot. Um, Cleta Mitchell. Cleta Mitchell. On the list. Not in now. How very. She was on that phone call, I thought. Was she, she not? She was on that phone call. Hmm. I believe with the 11,000, all I'm looking for. Yeah. And Meadows was on that call. And some reason, Cleta didn't end up in the RICO indictment. Weird what how that might is. Cleta have done? What might Cleta have bargained for herself? We are only speculating here. We don't know. We don't know. You know. We don't know. Um, Jenna Ellis. Yes. Indicted. Indicted. The, can't get the whiff of the crime off her if she tried. <laughs> Mark different. Meadows. Indicted. indicted. Not only indicted today, they they, they smacked him down too and said, "Now nah, you're you're not allowed to go back to DC." But they, he's. He's in trouble again, this guy. He's just the, the bad legal stuff. Uh, Schaefer and Smith, uh, number 10 on the list, Lynn Wood. Oh, how Not indicted. Not indicted. Not indicted. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Weird. Hey, speaking of people whose first names begin with L-I-N. Oh, my goodness. Lindsey Graham. Not indicted. Now, he oh, went on that, TV and kind of protested his innocence and all this stuff, but... Uh, that little ladybug. <laughs> little ladybug. I don't know. I feel like if he could cooperate, he would cooperate. I feel like he would enjoy it. I don't think he likes these people. I really don't. I don't think so. I, I can't... I remember the stories of January 6th of Lindsay squealing at the top of his lungs and people wanting that. Maybe even those recordings to come out. Um, mm. And then he comes out right after that and said, I'm, I'm out of this. I'm out. And then, of course, he did the Lindsay, you know, two-step. Uh, uh, the two, Lindsay two-face two-step where he goes back on all that and he's Trump's sycophant again. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he what, what, what might Lindsay know as a former JAG, right? As a former... Mm. <laughs> uh, prosecutor himself yeah yeah and someone who does not like donald trump and never has by the way and never has and i don't think wants to go to prison i don't think he wants well, i to think that's a near certainty I yeah think so yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay moving on Sidney powell indicted robert Cheeley. i don't know who that is so i don't know if he's indicted. i don't know i and i'm sorry guys i know that our audience is informed as you are you're so much more in, informed than we are most of the time, uh, you guys probably know all these people. You've done threads on them on on Shitter and and let us all know. Uh, but you know some of these names that were I, I just you know and see, even some I recognize and I had to go oh why do I recognize that and then it was obvious. But anyway, yeah, you your one's eyeballs just skip right past looking at the next name on the list, Michael Flynn. Hmm. Let's stop there. Let's stop there because I forgot to put the timer on. I thought so you might have. Coming up on eight minutes. I'm so sorry. I forgot to do it. Um, yeah, Mike Flynn. Mm. I just can't imagine Mike Flynn cooperating. He's no just, way. 
No way. There's no way. So what is that about? Why didn't he get indicted? If the jury, the grand jury recommended this guy, mm-hmm. right? They found enough to recommend him. So wouldn't be the first time he got. What are they staring at? What kind of evidence are they staring at? I got it. I can't. I can't wait for this trial. I can't wait to see it. I don't it. know. You know, if he were cooperating, probably I. I'm again. I'm not a lawyer, and I don't want to speak out of turn. But my understanding about when you cooperate, there's certain things you agree to. And I think like roaming around doing podcasts, raising money for open sedition is maybe one of the things you're not supposed to do Maybe if you're going to cooperate with the government. Yeah. I, I would think maybe, you know, like be quiet, just, you know, uh, stand down and stand by, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We'll then talk about him a little bit later, a little bit more. Okay. But um, but yeah, those are those are our those are our guys. Three more uh, interesting names on the list yeah, before we I know three, we're, we're we'll coming up on, on time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Boris Epstein. Oh, yeah. Oh, that mm. guy. One of the yep. first digs I did was on Boris Epstein because he had he was involved. He had a guy that was his former business partner way back in the mid 2000s or maybe a little later because um, he was so weird when he showed up all of a sudden on this Trump team. And I'm like, who is this guy? Like, what is this? And um, like he was stranger than Cohen to me, Michael Cohen. And. Um, he was involved in some kind of with guy, some guy that had some gold scam and in, in Vancouver, some some kind of crazy thing. I'll go try to find that. But, you know, the first one of the first people I look into and boom, pop, 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 up comes all this, um, you know, claims of criminality from others. Right. Uh, online stuff and um, lawsuits and all this insanity for other people he'd been in business with. So God only knows what this guy who this guy is, where he comes from, what, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, eh, I don't know. I, I know. He went to Georgetown and he, that's where he met Eric Trump. Oh, well, there it goes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. To my, to my alma mater's shame. They all shame. seem to find the Trumps. It's so fascinating. It's yeah. weird. Last two interesting names on the list of note are former senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. Oh, yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Yeah, remember the scam, you know, I don't know, Greg, these people might be crooks. It, I mean, you know, we've been, we've been jokey, but just for a second, those are the, those were the two senators that of the state of Georgia then, and they're mm. involved with this. They, they did, whatever they did was enough to convince that the, the grand jury should indict them. So um, that seems no, like not, a big deal. they're not indicted. They're not but indicted. They're not indicted. They're the unindicted. They are unindicted. the unindicted. So yeah. um, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. We're, go- we're going to move on. Let's move but, on. Um, you know, I know we're all just it's new news and it's exciting and we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. All right. Sarlink. You can start the timer. Put the timer on. It's on. It's on. It's on. That. Okay. Yes. Look, you and I were talking about topics for this week a couple of days ago, and I was like, are we going to have to talk about Elon Musk? And you were like, no. And I'm like, good, because I'm sick of him. I, I, my hatred for him is I, I don't even know if there's a single human that I despise more than him for a variety of reasons, viscerally and everything else. But we need to talk about him in like kind of in a serious way now. Yeah. Because um, okay. of news just from this week or the last yeah. week and a half or whatever that's come out. Um, and the way that this guy is being portrayed in the media is ridiculous and needs to fucking stop. Yeah. I know that this Walter Isaacson guy writes biographies of geniuses, but going from Einstein to Jobs to fucking Musk is like, I don't even know what. Is it Godfather one, two, and three? No. Because <laughs> it, 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 if, if like, you know, if Scott Bayo was in Godfather three instead of Al Pacino, mm-hmm. you know, that's. Musk doesn't belong in that. It's one of those SAT. Which one does not belong? You know, he's not a genius. And the best case scenario about him is that he's kind of a smart guy who thinks he knows more than he knows and is just kind of, you know, winging it. And in so doing, fucking up our, our, you know, our town square, formerly known as Twitter and the Starlink um, in Ukraine on the fucking battlefield. So this is the thing that came out this week. And I want to read this. Uh, Quickly, this is from uh, Victoria Kim uh, in The New York Times today. Atop it, uh, Elon Musk acknowledges withholding satellite services to thwart Ukraine, Ukrainian attack. A top advisor to Ukraine's president accused Elon Musk of enabling Russian aggression after the billionaire entrepreneur, haha, 
acknowledged denying satellite internet service in order to prevent a Ukrainian drone attack on a Russian naval fleet last year. The Starlink satellite internet service, which is operated by Musk's rocket company, SpaceX, has been a digital lifeline in Ukraine since the early days of the war for both civilians and soldiers in areas where digital infrastructure has been wiped out. On Thursday, CNN reported on an excerpt from Isaacson's upcoming biography, Elon Musk, uh, later published by The Washington Post, that said the billionaire had ordered the deactivation of Starlink satellite service near the coast of Crimea last September to thwart the Ukrainian attack. The excerpt said that Musk had a conversations with a Russian official that led him to worry that attack on Crimea could spiral into a nuclear conflict. So there's, okay, I, I'm going to stop now. Him, yeah. He's being force-fed Russian propaganda from a fucking Kremlin operative, a, a high-ranking Kremlin operative, and use that information to fuck with the war. So at this point, he has on behalf blood on of his the war criminals. On behalf yeah, of the war criminals. On behalf criminals. of the criminals. And look, like I said, the best case scenario is that he's just a moron and believes this shit. But I don't know. And this is also at the behest of that that Malaysian weirdo in his basement, uh, whatever his name is, that guy. Well, it Ian doesn't matter. Something. We don't have to say it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, that he threw it out on Twitter and Musk was like, that's a good idea. And then he went and did it. So first of all, do we have a state department and we not operate in Malaysia? Does the CIA like, why is this guy still like, he's not a U.S. citizen. Gal Suburban has made this point. That guy's not a U.S. citizen. Why is he afforded free speech in this country when he's like, you know, content, screwing with the war effort over there against this fucking dictator tyrant? Okay. That's just the first thing. And I have Crimea on the brain because I, I, I had, uh, uh, Alina Baketova from SIPA on my podcast talking about Crimea today, right? This week. Right. Um, then there was the ADL thing, okay? He, oh, God, I almost forgot he, about that. Right, because it happened three days ago. He, you know, <laughs> he basically opens the floodgates. It's like the scene in Ghostbusters where they, they, you know, open the portal and all the Nazis come back to Twitter. And he's eagerly, in, you know, under the guise of free speech, just like with the other thing, under the guise of peace and not escalating, it's fucking bullshit, um, you know, brings all the Nazis uh, and all the anti-Semitism back to Twitter, enables it, puts it on steroids, you know, gives everybody a blue check, ruins the blue check system just so the, the neo-Nazi type people can have blue checks and then wonders why the ADL thinks he's a bad guy. It's like, dude, and he's threatening now. I'm going to sue the Anti-Defamation League for defamation. First of all, he's not. So stop reporting that he is. He's just saying dumb shit. Right. Thank also, you. by the way, when you say billionaire, New York Times, traitor is a better word for him or chaos agent. I, is he even is he a billionaire at this point? I don't know. Fucking Twitter lost all its value. Like, I, I don't know what this guy's worth. Think of another word that's more useful to understanding who he is. Traitor is a good one. Um then there's the Saudi Arabia stuff, okay? Arij al-Sadhan is suing Twitter for allegedly, um, he claims, his sister is in prison in Saudi Arabia. Apparently, Twitter gave, oh, the, yeah. Yeah, oh, gave all this DMs and private information to make it easier for a repressive, awful, evil regime led by a fucking madman, okay, who is only in power because he sits on the fucking oil reserves. Nobody likes this guy. He's a fucking clown. Uh, giving this guy tools to go out and round up dissidents and put them in prison and worse. So Elon Musk has done all of those things. Like, in what reality, when are we going to stop with the whole, like, he's a genius. He's a, no, he's not. I mean, maybe he's an evil genius because he's been able to pull the wool over so many fucking people's eyes. Like, is Kara Swisher going to write a fucking piece about how this guy's bad at some point? Are we, are, is the tech community going to, like, realize and really, really disavow this guy and repudiate him. And by the way, the right-wing people that he's enabling and promoting, they're anti-immigrant, they're anti-immigration, they're white supremacists. So why are we letting fucking, eat, fucking Musk come here from South Africa and emigrate to this country instead of people that actually fucking deserve it, who want to be here, who represent American values? Why are we let this fucking chaos agent here? Go back to South Africa. Africa. That's it. That's what I got. He's complicit. The best case scenario is that he's a moron. And I don't think he's a moron. Well, I, I mean, it's... Isaac, I, Walter Isaacson doesn't write books about morons. You can't have it both ways, right? You can't call him a genius. 
and then have all this stuff. And it's like, well, he just doesn't know what he's doing. It reminds me so much of what we went through with the last president of it's like he's either, you know, in command of everything, everybody or um, or he's he's, you know, doesn't know what he's doing. And he just, oh, we're supposed to feel sorry for him. But fuck everybody else's feelings. But no, not his. It's this this uh, gaslighting that's just, you know, at certain points, just like, just stop, just stop. He knows what he's doing. Um, it's whether it's if you want to say that he's, you know, he's at least intelligent enough to know to have been able to con create craft a fake story about himself and con his way into having billions and being uh, acknowledged, I don't, you know, under, you know, as the wealthiest man in the world at, at many points, he's definitely in those top five, top 10. Um, so I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, all I mean, Isaacson did write a book about Kissinger before he wrote those other yeah. genius books. So yeah, I don't know. You know? I don't know. Um, but it's, I've had enough of him and it's time. I remember, I remember the folks, uh, Joe Biden saying, you know, we got to look into this thing. And, yeah. uh, the Ronan Farrow piece was, uh, you know, we talked about that before, uh, at least putting out there in a mainstream way. It's not just our voices anymore going, I think the guy's a fraud <laughs> of like yeah. really saying, look, you know, uh, all this stuff doesn't add up, but also, um, no one person individual should have that concentration of power when it no. comes to the business that they control. Uh, that's our national security business. And that kind of brings back to Starlink. It comes back to SpaceX. It's all this. And stuff. Twitter for the it's a and communication Twitter. network. It's and insane. Yeah. No, that's He's a good word. point. He's that's a good point. And by the way, you know, I wrote about this at the time. Everybody wrote about everybody who's following this. Everyone in the chat room, we all knew who this guy was. Yeah. We, if we knew it, why didn't why didn't the government like come on, wake up? Enough with this, no, no. With this like, you know. willful denial of reality. It's really just disgusting. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Well. All right. I have to hide the banner. Will happen. Yeah. Right, hide that banner. Listen. Hide we don't have karaoke this week, but I do know that we have a new sponsor. So right. I'm thrilled about the new sponsor. And Greg, yep. I want you to have a great night. Thank and you. we're all going to see you next week. We'll be back next week. We'll do after hours next week. Um, after this word from our sponsor, Cliff Schechter will be on. Be exciting. All right. Good night, everybody. And now a word from our sponsor. Did you do legal work for a former chief executive but got stiffed? Is that same former chief exec now refusing to fund your criminal defense? Are your legal bills piling up so high you're forced to pawn your grandmother's old coins just to make ends meet? Hi, I'm Nunzio Siccarelli, president of the bank at Abada Bing. At the Bada Bing, we have the best asset recovery team this side of Naples. Whether you need to get your money back from your gambling addict brother-in-law, a shitbag Hollywood producer, or some Palm Beach loser who used to be president, Bada Bing can help. We'll get your cash back before you say Stugatz. How are we so effective? Let's just say we make some bones about it. The bank at about a bing. Give us a call and give us the fucking money. And now, back to the show. <laughs> Cliff Schachter! Hello! I'm so thrilled to see you. Uh, thrilled to see you too, as well All as right. that ad. Although... I have to reach through the ether to say hi to Greg. I, I, I kind of missed him on the way out. So uh, you but, missed um, him all the way out, but we're, we're so thrilled to have you here. Uh, yeah, for thank us you. also being our guest at the same time. So your co-host guest. I don't know that we've ever tried. This I like before. to wear a lot of hats, and so <laughs> you're good at it. Co-host, guest, somebody <laughs> who tries to stop traders from tradering. You know, yeah, whatever I can do. Yeah, well, it's a cape in there somewhere for you. I'm uh. sure. <laughs> But how do you feel about just jumping into this next topic with me? Yep. Um, and I want to give you the lead on this. Um, you know, you and I have been talking quite a bit about mm -hmm. why, you know, it's, it's all in this mix of what you're brilliant at articulating for everybody of why our news and media totally sucks at carrying the message that of what actually, what good is going on out there and what is actually happening in a way that should make us 
uh, not be in a doom and gloom mode or out to get the dirty rotten bastard mode, but just celebrating that we actually are progressing and moving forward and good things are happening in the country. And like, what is wrong with them for not doing this? We can speculate about that all we want all day long, but what gets missed is having voices and having people actually tell us what actually is good. What is Bidenomics? What is, what is this administration been up to for us? What's happening in our nation in a way that we can look at it, we can feel positive about where we are and where we're headed. And, you know, so I wanted to throw that to you and just, I know you've got a list of things, but you're always so great at keeping us informed on, hey, guys, things are working. And it's, you know, it's not as yeah. bad as you think it is. Yeah. Well, I'll start by saying all these nice people are saying hi to me in the comments section. So um, yes. thank you. And I am very happy to be here. Um, yes. So thanks for your kind words. Um, yeah. You know, let's just start with the fact that the news media fucking sucks. Um, I mean, our, I'm sorry. I'm just going to go straight forward. Our political yeah. media. And look, I can name, you know, there are numerous folks who, you know, whether you consider them mainstream media or not. Brian Karam is incredible. Rex Hubke, Will Bunch. You know, there are some folks out there, John Harwood. Uh, they're doing incredible work. So I don't want to act like it's every member of the media. Right. But but the incentive system, well, the thing that pisses me off the most of all is when I hear people say, you know, have they not learned anything? And it just, it'd be like, you know, we're talking about Elon Musk earlier, acting like he doesn't know what he's doing, Right. I mean, in a lot of ways, he may believe conspiracies and be a dumb fuck, but he knows what he's doing when he does evil things. And yeah. members of the media who, who choose to downplay anything positive that comes out of the Biden administration, upplay, if that's a word, his age constantly when, you know, he's three years older than the guy that like mainstreams KFC grease while watching Fox and Friends and raging at a television all the time. Right. And, you know, I mean, like. The, the would I rather that we had somebody younger running for president? Absolutely, I would. Um, however, and you know, this were all also uh, allow for the to disclose that I wrote ads for Joe Biden in 2020. If anybody thinks that bias is me, um, but the thing is, is that while you know you want to have your cake and eat it too, we can't have a perfect world. I wish Joe Biden were 10 years younger. I wish he were 20 years younger, but it doesn't change the fact that he's been an absolutely incredible president. And most people don't know that, you know, they don't understand. I mean, you know, just today he, he canceled a number of oil leases in Alaska that that uh, the former guy had signed off on. And it's like these things aren't even talked about. Right. And, and, and I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, let's start there, because there is a voice from the progressive left that is very strong and very vocal about not liking Biden specifically around the climate issues and being very angry about the climate stuff. But, you know, I don't have, I need to get my toolkit together in terms of responding to that because I hear about that from people that I that I know and I, I don't have information to hand back say, you know what, I, I'm not sure what you're, where you're getting that information, but here's X, Y, and Z that he actually is doing. So well, the Inflation I, Reduction Act is the key here. Okay. Um, I mean, it had the largest investment in clean energy, in climate mitigation measures and other things in the history of our country. Okay. He, he got that passed. I mean, this guy came into office. We've got a bunch of crazy fucking people that stormed the Capitol and wanted to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer and have threatened, you know, uh, Congressman Swalwell's family to the point where he needed guards 24 hours a day. And I can go on and on. I mean, we know the threats that are out there. We know that we've got a radicalized Republican party and a bear. He's got this bare majority based on, you know, Freaking old boy, you know, Duke of Hazard, their Joe Manchin, you know, the miners, the miner's daughter, if you will, uh, the coal miner's son. And you know what? Like somehow he's passed the Inflation Reduction Act and, and like there was massive investments in the climate. Like, you know, is it going to be perfect? I mean, I don't know what these people, some people on the far left want at some point. We still are theoretically a democracy. A lot of stuff still needs to actually pass through Congress. And what he's gotten past, I mean, that's one thing, right? If you're in Washington, I lived there a decade, we were fighting, I worked with groups like Social Security Works and others, we were fighting to get Medicare the ability to negotiate prescription drugs for a generation. And there were some corrupt Democrats on that, just to say, I will call out Democrats, by the way, folks, for their, they were corrupt Democrats who, who were in with pharma, there were Republicans, we could never get the damn thing passed. Joe Biden got it passed, again, with a bare majority in the Senate. 
This is something that like has cut prices massively for for elderly folks who need it. You know, and I can go on this long string, this list, like the job growth is ridiculous. The investments through the infrastructure bill where he basically got McConnell, you know, brought along the McConnell sort of wing of the the uh, Chamber of Commerce Republicans because it was in their own best interest. And, he, you know, and he kind of he used what they needed to get them on board. And we have these massive investments, you know, that have created a huge number of jobs while the Inflation Reduction Act has brought down inflation. I mean, like. You know, like this is really amazing stuff that he's done. You know, this the original stimulus bill, getting COVID shots in arms in the amount of time that he did. No operationally has been pulled off in the history of the world. You know, and he had to go up against this group of lunatics who are vaccine deniers and complainers and bitchers and, you know, whatever, who refused to get this, to, to get the vaccine, which has helped COVID remain. Um, and so... You know, we like I would honestly compare his economic record in one term is not far off from FDR and his legislative record is not far off from LBJ. And then you start getting into foreign policy. We're out of Afghanistan. And, and you know, that's uh, talk about the news media fucking something up. I mean, they all had these these stories about how horrible it was the truth is. Yeah, there was chaos at the beginning. Uh, let me give you a hint. Wars, chaos, pulling out of war zones generally doesn't go smoothly and perfectly. Um but after, you know, after a couple of days of some of that, they got everything together. And that was an incredible operation. He's pulled NATO together. Right. Like, I mean, so much of this stuff after the, the other guy basically got on his knees and licked Putin's boots in, in Helsinki. Right. Like the, the, this is everything from his foreign policy to domestic policy. He's been incredible. So, look, he's he's older than I'd like him to be. But decide, people, because I got to tell you, as somebody who's worked on campaigns. Where's Mick Jagger? I'm sorry. So is Mick Jagger. Exactly. I just saw Bruce Springsteen live and like I got lucky. I caught him in East Rutherford, New Jersey, right before he had to cancel the rest of all of his concerts for, because he's got a peptic ulcer. He was amazing, by the way, because he's Bruce Springsteen always is. But the point is, yeah, we're all older. Uh, and, you know, as you said, like, like, yes. OK, so so that factor is there. But I will tell you this. You know, if you understand politics and you understand history, if you look at all the times we end up losing when we have an incumbent, because I've got friends and other folks who be like, can't we just get rid of Biden? Folks, there will be a civil war in the Democratic Party, not civil war like violent, but there will be a 30 person primary. They won't be able to fit everybody on that stage that wants to be president. You would you'll end up having everybody from Gavin Newsom to Gretchen Whitmer to Cory Booker to Kamala Harris and, and whatever. We'll all get in a huge pie fight and we'll allow the Republicans to win. That's what happens when you take away that unifying factor. Think of like, you know, 1980, Teddy Kennedy takes on Carter. We lose. Think of 2016 with Bernie taking on Hillary. We lose. When we have these vicious primaries, we lose. And it's not just us. Pat Buchanan took on George H.W. Bush and then ended up helping Bill Clinton win in 92. Like you don't want that. So so in the end. Like I feel like I need to point all of this out, the amazing job he's done, because, again, our news media fucking sucks. They have all the like the, the there's exceptions to that rule, but their incentives are all screwed up. It's about clicks. It's about making conservative publishers happy. It's about like, you know, group think when you're in a big room of people and you're like, you don't want to be the one to seem like you care, like you're an activist. You know what I mean? And they've actually said those words like we're not activists as if telling the truth is a form of activism. Like, I just want you to do your goddamn job and not like sit there and say, well, Democrats say one thing and you know, Democrats say that that the, the, the sky is blue. Republicans say the sky is ha- is committing is, is having multiple abortions right now because Democrats support abortion. What do you think? Uh, you know, like uh, it, it's that that's what we're stuck with, you know, with a news media that, that does both sides and doesn't do the truth. OK, so, so here's my what, rant. So that's an amazing rant. What should the. Uh, both the uh, Biden campaign and the DNC and us, what what can we be doing messaging wise? If you were messaging this, what would you message? What would you put forward? First? You know, so, I mean, you easily want to pick a few things like the things that best contrast you with your opponent and that are most important to people um, and, and, and make that argument under, you know, under Trump, we lost jobs. We've set records for job creation. Unemployment went up slightly recently. It was at its lowest level in 50 years. Make the economic argument. Is your life better? 
or do you have more jobs? You, you know, are, are, are you doing better than you're doing before? Absolutely that versus what Trump did. Um, I'd add the infrastructure thing in there and just be like, hey, is it infrastructure week yet? Um, you know, there's so many ways to mock uh, Trump and make your you know, sort of your positive is his negative. Obviously, abortion rights, because it goes to the larger issue yeah. of freedom. Um, and, 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 you know, I would also I would talk about democracy um, and I would talk about guns because uh, it, it's gone past being an issue that it's just a couple people, you know, like the public square. I see I've talked too long. It's okay. become a more dangerous place. And and people, I mean, there are people that don't want to go to certain public places. They're scared to let their kids go to yeah. school. I think if the, the, the argument should be wrapped around that we're here for your family, your community, for your children. We've made your lives better. We're we are fighting for women's freedom. We are fighting for your right to get a better job. We've broken records in terms of bringing manufacturing jobs here, high paying jobs, you know, and, and these kinds of things. You can simplify that honestly into a couple of things. And I really think you can around community, family and, you know, and, and your children. And, and like this community, is what we- community, family, children, and, and safety, all of that. But also, I, I do want to encourage, in case you can share this with anyone, climate. They got to get on top of. Um, but that's part of all of that. That, that is again. your family and your community, your right? Family, like, but speak to it directly and get on top of it. I agree. Because we're getting wedged on it um, from our own teams. And it's. it's no, you know, you're right. I, I didn't yeah. mean to not. I think that should be a core issue up front, too. But the yeah. key to great messaging always is you know, you've got your umbrella, right? You've got your narrative about what you've done, which is good, and what the other guys suck at. With us, it's prosperity, it's democracy, it's family. You know, if I just off the top of my head, I mean, obviously, I would message test this and do all these things and do more than i'm just sort of throwing out you but if you threw out those three things think about the contrast you could paint between us and them what we're doing now and what they did right how we're strengthening democracy and fighting for women's rights how they raided the capitol and tried to kill the vice president i mean you know these are not like these arguments aren't that difficult to make but we have to certainly make them because here's the thing the media loves controversy the media will cover it and, and this is where Democrats have gotten better at messaging. I mentioned Swalwell before, Ted Lieu, um, Dan Goldman is terrific at this. Uh, Stacey yeah. Plaskett is fantastic. Um, you know, Gretchen Whitmer is great. There's more, there's, there's a whole group of folks who, who you know, are, are really good at this. And I think it's, it's you know, because they're, they're, they're in their sort of early 60s and younger, and they're no longer part of that, that, that sort of generation that, was in a crouch because they thought, oh, my God, Reagan's so popular. We can't argue with them. They get that we're on the right side of everything. And they get that, like, that the information, how we, we, we speak about things, how we communicate has changed. You must use modern technology. You need to use social media. You need to say things that are a little dicey and controversial to get them covered by our media because then they will cover it. You know what I mean? I mean, they do it all the time. We see it. Jim Jordan claims that blah, 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 blah. And it's a complete bullshit claim, but, it, you know, Republicans with this abortion, you know, Democrats think you should abort a baby 30 days after it's born. Well, first of all, that's not abortion, you dumb fucks. But second of all, I mean, that's that's murder is what that is. And no, nobody believes that one percent of abortions are late term abortions, always because a woman's life or health is in danger. And Roe versus Wade didn't cover that like they're just lying. But if they say that, they know the media will cover it. So why can't we say the truth about them? in just as strong language and have the media cover that we need to force the media to cover things because they will not do it on their own. Apparently democracy isn't good enough for them being called the enemy of the people. They don't seem to realize that if it comes down to, to cattle cars, they'll be sitting right next to me, but they don't seem to get that. So, so we need to force uh, them that, to do their jobs. I, I, you know, I think the, I think the channels rather than the individual uh, journalists, but, the channels themselves um, just see dollar signs. And, you know, I, I'm not sure that they have an issue being a propaganda channel. So, well, that the problem is individual journalists, again, they responded in certain incentives, and except for some of the really courageous ones, right? I mean, they keep coming to mind Ben Collins, another one. Like, there's ones out there that, that will just say what the truth is. The others, they respond to all this. Well, the publisher's more conservative. Will that hurt my job advancement? Do I want to step out of line and say something really risky? 
you know, and, and so, you know, I need to get fulfill my quota and get my clicks or and, you know, they respond to the, to the wrong incentives. And, and, I, and I'm just saying we need to reorient that and make them respond to 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 we have to use that to our advantage. If they yeah, need or, clicks, or let's give them clicks. Still the audience. <laughs> you know, that's the other way to do it. Just still the audience in the new media. All right. Uh, these folks. Um, let's go into our next segment. Thank you for all I'll of be, that. I'll, by be, the I'll way. be a little more calm I, in the next segment, I mean, but the media gets me. Uh, no, no, I get you going. But I, I do like hearing because you are a seasoned professional when it comes to messaging. And it's even though we feel like we know what, what should be done because we know what's not being done and what we're missing, it's, uh, I do think it's really important that everybody just uh, continue to pay real close attention to the words coming out of our mouths and the words coming out of the mouths of others and just, you know, slow down, stop it and try to put forward the truth as much as possible and just right. talk about all this horseshit with. The, right. I mean, if I can just say one last quick thing on it, yeah. everybody who's watching this right now, everybody out there has a voice, has, a, has certain social media platforms, has, maybe you go out, you have a bridge group, maybe you have a reading group, maybe you go play, you know, tennis for people, maybe you, whatever it is you do, you have influence, you have a voice, you can convince people online, offline. And so it's to get this messaging and make sure people know, make sure people know how low the unemployment rate is because the media doesn't like talking about it too much. Make sure they know how much, you know, how many that we've brought, what, 800,000 or so manufacturing jobs back. Biden didn't just talk about it. He just did it. It's like the most in like 50 or 60 years. I mean, these are high paying jobs. So you know, we got to we got to be the ones to, to make sure it gets out there to force the media to cover it, but also to make sure like our families know, our friends know, our social groups know. And and, and then we will we, we'll win. OK, <laughs> I like winning. Let's win. All right. Let's go into Cloud Cuckoo, everybody. Um, kind of takes us into that a little bit. This is because I want we I want to have this in here because, you know, all this news broke. Uh, we were looking at doing this segment um, and talking about people like Flynn and Cleta Mitchell and what the hell and said, you know, these folks that are just still out there, Al the Alex Joneses and Roger Stones of the world. Like, why are these folks allowed to, and Steve Bannon's, to just stay out there when we know they were involved in a lot of these frauds um, and, and criminal acts, uh, it, or at least should have been an indictment. And then boom, yeah. the indictment drops or the, uh, uh, the unindicted list drops and all the grand jury findings drop. And we're like, oh, well, there they are. So um, since we handled that at the top of the show, because I know everyone wants to hear, and I wanted to hear what Greg had to say about it, I also want to hear what you have to say about it. Um, I just, you know, what do you think? I mean, I, 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 I don't see a world where some of these folks, just Fannie Willis just sort of said, you know, well, there's not enough. We're not going to do them. I, I, I think some deals no. have struck. I think deals have been struck. I have to believe deals have some deals have been struck. And again, uh, I speak like Greg is a non-lawyer, um, but yeah. someone that maybe hopefully possesses some common sense. Um, and that's arguable in either direction. Um, but, but I mean, you know, either that there have been deals struck, or that some of those folks, even if it was a recommendation that she indict. You know, if I understand correctly, she doesn't have to indict right now. She still can indict down the line. And so maybe she feels like there's more and she can build a stronger case. She wants to bring cases forward that she wins. We all want her to do that, obviously. Yeah. Um, bringing a case forward and not having and, and having it, you know, and having one of these, these folks get off would be bad. <laughs> um, so so if the, well, you know, I have and to with Rico, what's really interesting about Rico is um you do it, even though though she wants to try have them tried all together, um, or probably at least clumps of them. She said she said that if a couple of people start falling out, it, it can start a watershed thing in the wrong direction, right? Where your yeah. entire Rico case can fall apart. So, um, and on the other side of that is, I've looked at a lot of Rico. I talked to the man who created the Rico statute. Like it's. Uh, um, it's very specific to organized crime or had been up until this point, even though it gets right. you a lot of things. So I happen to have a lot of 
read a lot of RICO cases, studied a lot of RICO cases. And I can say that um, they, there's always a cooperator before the, before the case is brought, before, the, before the, we find out about it, before the indictments come down. There's somebody cooperating. There's a lot it's specific to RICO, and I'm sure there's other kinds of yeah. crimes, right? But because it's a it's about a conspiracy between, you know, more than one person, you know, more than two people, that there's you have the case if somebody in the conspiracy has been pressured to give over the information and confirm the conspiracy. That is when the indictments rain down. They don't rain down before that typically even in organized crime, even when everybody's like, oh, don't rat, and they don't talk, and Omerita, right. I don't know, they all talk. Like, it's one of the one of the myths about, or, uh, you know, the mafia that I just keep trying to get people to get. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of, they, they all talk. They all cut deals. They all, this is- Omerita, like, nobody says yeah, anything. Well, uh, it's as much a part ask of- Ask Sammy life. the Bull Gravano about yeah, that. thank you, yeah. It's as much a part of the life as anything else. It's as much a part of the culture as anything else. They, and then, then they just lie about it. <laughs> they lie about being rats, and they lie about themselves. Yeah. They lie about their culture. Um, when it comes to uh, mafia, not specific to any so any anything outside of that. So, I, I just to me, Cleta Mitchell's name coming up twice in 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 that grand jury recommendations as the number one name on the list. I don't think I it's because it's, it's like okay. And so um, we'll see. You know, she was doing that with Jenny. Yeah, I know. And that's, I mean, that's the other thing is, you know, look, I was glad that, that some Republicans joined in the January 6th committee. But I did feel to me like uh, Liz Cheney maybe didn't want to go so hard after. She didn't want to go after, after her friend. After nope. Cousin Ginny. Uh, you know, I mean, she, you know, some of the, some of the other folks. And I think, again, there's a, we've got, I, I, I think I saw in the, in the uh, comments there, our good friend Celery, I can't, who I see around various places, um, and, you know, mentioned that Jack Smith may be coming with more. I mean, yeah. it isn't like some of these folks can't talk to each other and make sure that, that you know, that, that people get uh, the, the worst, hopefully, that they can get from the right person. And so, you know, again, not being a legal expert, but I don't think these folks are off the hook yet. I think maybe some of them made deals, and I think some of the other ones, there, there's potentially still justice coming from from Jack Smith, Fannie Willis, or Bonnie. I think I should call her Bonnie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and other and other. Uh, yeah. And, and 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 others again. You know, remember the strategy with, with Jack Smith initially, where he was holding out with New Jersey. Because he was worried about, you know, getting, getting the illustrious Judge Eileen Cannon, um, obviously um, one of the smarter uh, and more well-read and sort of top-of-the-line legal scholars that we've and all been blessed. Dancers. And flamingo dancers, don't forget that. And flamingo dancers, we've all been blessed to have in our lives. Um, and you know, he was he was he was preparing, you know, making sure there were other venues to go after these guys, you know, if, and when it was necessary. And so there's, there's strategies going on here. Um, and, and that is my hope because I don't understand again, like, don't they have Lindsey Graham on tape too? I mean, doing some of this stuff. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how he avoided being, you know, indicted. And I find Kelly Leffler very interesting. I mean, yeah. Another sellout. I mean, you know, she was a huge donor. They're like, why don't you run? And she was one of the ones who back, you know, reminds That's me right. of Jane. I forgot she backed out like at the last minute. She kind of. Yep. Oh. And she reminds me of like, of you know, initially, apparently she'd been one of the voices that said to the Republican Party in the previous years, you have to be more moderate. But it's amazing what happens to these people that say that the minute like they get close to power. Then yep. they're like, we're not fascist enough. You know, J.D. Yeah. Vance is a great <laughs> example well, you know, here in Ohio. Maybe they're going to scatter in the other direction. I, I don't have any idea. Um, yeah. You know, and this wasn't the only good news of the week uh, in terms of, of revelations and things and the and the wheels of justice really showing themselves to be working in the favor of small D democracy uh, and upholding the rule of law against the traitors. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
we'll get into all that next. I want to, in our, in our last topic, I want to take a, a beat here, Cliff, and what we normally do at this time is we have announcements. I don't have any announcements, guys. I'm sorry. I feel like every week I'm like, yeah, I don't have anything to share. Um, but I want people to know where they can find you. Uh, so this is also where now we're going to flip the, put the hat on, put your cape on, and now you're, uh, uh -oh. you're, uh, you're our guest, you know. And so self-promote the hell out of myself. Self-promote, right? please. Where can people find you? What, what do you have going on? And do you have any announcements of anything new that you want well, to Well, I mean, I, you know, working hard at, you know, my YouTube channel. And it's actually right there, folks. You can go right there and subscribe like boom. Um, we have, you know, in the year, we got like 26,000 subscribers, which is cool. Know, you're really we're, doing so well. you got to help growing. us. Uh, you know, you guys are doing That's great. That's my announcement. You can help. Help. Okay. I, I will help you and okay, you, as you helped me by having me on this show and making me yeah. smarter. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we I, I try to put out commentaries regularly. I try to infuse them with, with humor where I can, but, you know, also tell people the larger lessons because there's usually larger lessons to these stories, uh, as we, we've talked about here. You know, and um, and so I, I would ask folks, I mean, that's, uh, that's really where I, I've gotten excited about the YouTube channel as we've dealt with the stuff, you know, with Musk and Twitter and 47 different sort of options to switch to. Oh, and I, like, where do we go? You know, I, I really still don't feel like there's any alternative. That's right. So I'm still there. I mean, I'm there at Cliff Schechter and, you know, come yeah. by and follow if you're on Twitter. Absolutely. Because. I do think we still have to push our messaging. We have to be yeah. there and talk about, you know, the things that are important because they're, that's where journalists are and other influencers and, but um, government officials and everything. Um, but YouTube is where I'm, I'm having the most fun and, you know, I'm, I'm putting a lot into it. I've got ideas for new segments that I'm going to start doing regularly. It will not be as cool as the five, eight, cause it, I can't be that cool, but they will be close. I'll get it as close as All I right. can. All right, we let you in the club. You're in the clubhouse. Awesome. You're I mean, in the clubhouse. Thank you. That's the big, you know, look, I wish I had other, like really other cool announcements, um, you know, but. Um, no, but know, that's great. I, so uh, your YouTube channel is right there. I think we've got it up on, on our thing or yep. they can go over to, right? And just hit subscribe and follow. And what, do you have days that you put content out more than other days? Do you have like days of the week or. We pretty um, much do every day. I've got a partner there, uh, who a contributor who who has a, a podcast, and he puts some really interesting interviews up. Um, you know, he's had done them with what I'm trying to think of recently, just with Philip Bump, who's another one who I say at the Washington Post is one of the good ones, um, who yeah. seems to stand up to the pressures of, you know, don't don't actually report what's going on. Recently, he had former governor of Ohio, Ted Strickland, on. He's had Sheldon Whitehouse on. He's had, you know, folks like that. Yeah. Um, and so we do a mixture. It's more commentary. That's more my thing, um, you know, where I just, the rant you heard me go off on there. I like doing a, a solid five-minute, a little bit of self-righteousness, a little bit of comedy and whatever the hell else comes out of my mouth in between. Um, it's a good, it, it is important to, feel like um when you do have something to say and it's coming from experience and knowledge mm -hmm. that you there's an outlet i think that's why this outlet is it's always felt great to have to be able to just put your uh your face and your voice out there and sort of say hey this hey everybody and have an audience respond in in real time it's not it, yep. it is fun guys i mean there is something great about it all right oh. so on that i know that you had a video we'll segment we'll segue into our our last segment here you had a video today and you're going to do something. We gave you the controls to where you can share this. I know it's, it's kind of scary. Let's see right? if I can I get don't know how to do this. But you I know think... I'm going to screw it up. So beware, folks. All right. Let's Technology is, is not is not a strong suit here. Let's see if we can play something live on air. We've not done this from YouTube before. I'm going to share my screen. So hopefully I've got nothing okay. scary up All there. All right. We're trying something new, everybody. Hang in there with us. Oh, maybe not. Oh, no, wait, hold Cliff. on. Cliff. Do you see it? I see nothing. You see nothing? Okay, that might be bad. I see <laughs> something up on here. Let's Chrome tab, entire screen. No, that's not good. No. <laughs> what are you doing? We made it. I don't know, because I can't go down. Is so it let's see. If I, there's if a I hit present. You. What about present down below? 
Yeah, that's what I did. And now it's up here. Choose what to share with StreamYard. Let's say we'll be able to okay. see the of your screen. Link? It should work. Let me let's try it. All right, let's try. It's working. Is it working? Yeah. Look, that's me. That's you. Actually, to get. Okay, turn it up. I don't know if you've watched the recent press conference by Peter Navarre, former Trump official, allegedly planned January 6th. Trump refused to testify before the January 6th committee, and of course, has now been held in contempt and is being tried in federal court for it. Will lie and cheat and do whatever it takes to help his buddy Donald Trump, even though, of course, Trump will throw him overboard someday. And this lady is the hero we deserve because it's important that people show up and make their voices heard. She's shown up twice now to his press conference, his first one a couple days ago, and it went viral hilarious. Here's the problem. Hero. Who's this? Come on. Bro, you're already Come facing on. charges. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Go ahead and commit so, it. So, so, um, yes, okay. Yes, that's right. Pete Navarro has trouble with lots of things. He has struggled overthrowing governments and grabbing signs, apparently. Life can be difficult for a scummy, low-level Trump advisor. But she showed up again to another press conference, dancing behind him, blowing a whistle, generally mocking him. These Send trials money. are very Send me money. expensive. Peter, using my image to grip off me. Send me money. These, uh, these trials are very expensive. That's part of the Democrats' lawfare against us. All right, come on, dude. Come on, dude. Yeah, it's time to go. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, uh, and hopefully... Hopefully, free speech will... Here's the thing. You may say, oh, it's childish. She's not. Because this is a democracy, and democracy has free speech. And we don't use our free speech often to point out exactly who these people are. She did. I've made this argument often, how the media treats them, which is why I get so angry at our media. They invite the January 6th coup plotters and others on their shows on Sunday. and evening. They're normalizing. She won't normalize this guy. She won't act like his contempt of court and his plotting with Trump is okay. She's treating him like the clown that he is by acting the way she does. We need more of it. It's like the people that bothered Mitch McConnell when he was eating publicly. Mitch McConnell is now the latest politician to be heckled while at a restaurant. And everybody said, oh my God, that's so horrible. And blah, blah, blah. Now, maybe not McConnell in the condition he's in now. The point is, these people that tried to overthrow our democracy should never have a peaceful night out again. Not violence. Make them uncomfortable. They shouldn't be comfortable publicly the way... None of us could be comfortable publicly on January 6th when we didn't know what was going to happen to our government, particularly our guards who are guarding the Capitol. Yes, laugh your ass off at this tool, Peter Navarro. But also enjoy the fact that he's receiving the treatment he needs to receive in a democracy. To tell everybody else out there how serious of a figure he is. That is just about as serious as Bozo the Clown. Since I hit my fort. Whoa. How do I end this now? Okay, now we're going to go, we're going to just remove it. Hang on. You like that? Since I hit there my phone. I love it. I love her. I hadn't seen her yet. Look, they know, um, how, to, they know how to do ads for me. Oh, let's see. Let's, how do we remove it? We, uh... I did. I got it out of there. Look at your screen. We're together. Oh, I'm with you? You're with me. Outstanding. I am with you. Well done. You, did, you did something new on the 5-8. You came Oh, my in God, guys. I actually pulled it off. You pulled off something new. And look, uh, look. Ivo just said he needs some skin cream. See? So I helped everybody with that. Yeah, it was um, so helpful. All right. So let's talk about some of the other people that we should be calling out, laughing at. I think and just enjoying. This is our final segment of the night. And I just want to enjoy some of, uh, some of what justice has been delivering. So Peter Navarro. We saw that he lost. What's it, did he lose his? What happened to him? What was the end result? So he, 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 the court. He was found guilty. He was found in contempt of court um, for for refusing a lawful subpoena. So now we just have to see what the sentence will be. Hopefully, as harsh as humanly possible, and hopefully, maybe I would be okay with a sentence where if he wasn't in, he didn't even have to go be in prison. But he just has to be somewhere where that woman can be there dancing behind him and mocking him. <laughs> like, that should be his purgatory for the rest of all time. 
Yeah, I always wanted to have a trader cam for all these guys that go into prison. I think we should have a trader cam so we can check it like the wildlife photos, right? Like with the wildlife cams where you're watching, but we're watching them in their prison cells. It would be, I would love that. I would just check in with everybody. Yeah, we have Tario, 22 years, Enrique Tario. Um, And and that's huge, right? Like, huge. Yeah, because he wasn't there. He actually wasn't there on the day. He was there before and he was part of the planning of it all. So there's all kinds of speculation. I don't want to get into all that legal stuff. It just, it felt good to see that a just sentence came down for this individual yep. who really That's did try to overthrow the government. Conspiracy. Yeah. And, and people died. And police died, you know. Uh, it, it, uh, he, he he belongs in jail for 22 years. Stand back and stand by for 22 years is where we're at with that. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, a lot gets, of standing back, a lot of standing by. I hope you A understand. lot of it for a long time. He's going to get used to it. The zip tie guy is going to prison with his mom. Um, that happened. With his mom. That's with so his awesome. mom, I think so, yeah. And then, mom, oh my the God. Sorry. Sydney Powell. Okay, so this is what Sydney Powell did. So there's pressure coming on her from Jack Smith now in the federal case, in case anybody misses. So it, she's, you know, there's this case of fraud happening for raising money, raising funds, wire fraud, uh, uh, bank fraud, all this sort of stuff for the folks that knew that the election wasn't stolen but used that lie knowingly were lying to get people to donate into their pack because she had some fund right. right and that's what's coming under his uh, jack smith's uh, scope uh, uh, under his microscope so she was raising money based on this you know lie that she knew was a lie that the election had been stolen and it's clear with whatever evidence whatever communications he's got on her that she knew that the election was not stolen but they were using that lie to get people to give money into her little whatever she had yeah it sounds pretty fraudulent to me hang on then she took that money and what he's looking at now is she took that money and paid people to try to get into the voting machines to actually if this all pans out to be accurate, who knows? But it looks like the accusation. Did you have some right? video of that? I, I know that way. Right. So, so the election's rigged. The election rigged. They defrauded. They defrauded. They sold the election. Give us your money, and then take it and turns around and does the very thing that she was accusing everybody else of raising the money. So uh, you can't get a cleaner um, crime racket than that. That's just like it's perfect. That to me is like we're going to be yeah. the insurance company that insures the the uh the restaurants for the mafia and then we're going to burn it down and then we're going to pay you know the fee but we're going to be paying it to ourselves right and it's like it's really clean um so anyway that's her racket I, maybe she'll go down for that we'll see no that would be great that would be great then alabama has to redraw their maps after defying scotus so alabama decided to defy the supreme court ruling that they were you know, gerrymandering and all the stuff that we're doing. Press votes. Based on, on racism, of course, trying to have there be oh. one black district and force everybody into that. So they were and there really is more than enough. I mean, the population of the state, uh, I think the African-American population of the state of Alabama is about 20. I, I, sorry, I'm a geek and I study these things because I look at political maps all the time. I think it's about 27 percent or so. I mean, there's more than enough when you count that and other Democrats who are not who are not black that there should be two democratic districts um and they're trying to to you know force there to be one so well they have to redraw their maps so um who enjoy it you sons of bitches they tried and they lost fuck them um aging carol won again against her rapist i i I mean incredible right like the winds have been piling up oh hey there was also a judicial loss for uh DeSantis in Florida. Oh, really? That, for, what happened there? They they ruled their seats unconstitutional. Okay. Now, there was the state court, I believe. So there's still litigation and whatever. But yeah, I believe a state court found it on you know because they had gerrymandered the the Florida lines. Oh God. Well, okay, it's not working. I I, uh, I don't know if new cases come. What the Supreme Court will do with it? I think this was just upholding ru- rulings from prior i'm not i'm right not sure about all that but at least at least it's you know that stuff is working still um which thank god i i, I just uh i know we're not supposed to doom and gloom these are all the these are all the wins but 
I, I also can't believe that the winds are happening. There's a part of me that's I just was starting to get really cynical about it. So no, I'm, I know it's hard not to. Do you have other winds? I have one other thing I can think of. If well, you... the Meadows win, uh, the, our win against Meadows, he tried to move it just now, right before we went on air, that news broke that he tried to right. get that turned down for moving his, uh, his charges in Georgia to a federal court. So he's going to have to face some music uh, in that state. So, <laughs> well, so that should be that. fun. Maybe he'll cooperate now. We'll see. <laughs> uh, Mr. Meadows. You have another win? Did you have another win that I missed? Yeah. Well, you look, you know, this, the, the Republicans, again, like it's just, they don't believe in democracy and they show you again and again, the constant assaults. So you may have heard that there's been talk in Wisconsin that they're going to impeach the newly elected democratic justice. Um, that gave us a majority where we won by what 14 points, 12 points, like just kicked the crap out of them uh, because for no reason except for they've got super majorities in the in the gerrymandered state house and state senate, and they figured that you know well if we impeach her then the court will be split evenly and they won't be able to do all these sorts of things overturn our seats, um, but the first Republican state house member just came out against it. Um, oh. and said, he, he just said, I, I won't do it. I don't know if that's because he's in a swing district. I'm not really sure why, but you know, those things can have a snowball effect. Um, and so right away this early when it just start, we just start hearing the talk to have a state rep say, say he, he won't, he will not vote to impeach her is a good sign. That's a good sign. All right. Maybe the winds, the winds of change are happening. I don't know. But, have to sing well, the Scorpion song together. I know. Do no, that? I know you don't want me to sing. I, I could whistle but it. I know that you know this because I know your taste of music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Um, we're going to take the wins. We're going to call this a great week. It's a, been ever more special because you joined me, and uh, and I have my first sort of guest co-host uh, experience, and I'm so glad. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm like the first guest I co-host. I, now I feel I even better. I might have done it once before, but but I don't quite remember it. <laughs> well, we'll just then we're gonna write that one off. I'm the first. I'm, I'm kidding. You're awesome. I love you, and I yeah, having I a chance too. to just sit here and and enjoy your sense of humor and your brilliance are oh, that's a, that's enough of a gift. So all right, all right. Well, we'll 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 end on that if everybody's okay. <laughs> you know, as as everyone knows, you can also find us. You know, because you're finding us here on the YouTube. Um, but we do want to encourage everybody to uh, join, become a member if you can. Uh, and that's just, you know, we've got a couple of tiers and we will be having after hours and we will be doing special content, continue to do special content for our members. But if you can't do that, we just want to see you here next week. So hit that subscribe button so that we don't uh, miss you and you don't miss us. Guys join. Um, They're awesome. And they've been so necessary during these yeah. times. Yeah, you know. yeah. I, I, we, Our audience is amazing. So that's our show for the week. Um, thank you all for joining us. And Cliff, I have this little saying that we're going to send everybody out on tonight. All right. We want you to have a good night and a good weekend. And just always remember, we're going to get through it. Absolutely. All Thanks, right. guys, for being here. Thanks, everybody. The 5-8 is hosted by me, Greg Oliar, and LB, Stephanie Koff. Animation is by Chunk, at Chunkled. The music is My Spy by Howie King, the sum of all music. Please like, share, and subscribe here and on YouTube. To become a 5-8 member and support our show, go to the5-8.com. That's the F-I-V-E number 8.com. Join the party this weekend. We're your Friday night hang.